My next guest is Cathy Keegan, and I cannot wait to meet her in real life. I'm sure she is known to many of our listeners. Cathy runs a volunteer program called EduPoor at the Amanzam Toti SPCA. Cathy, thank you for joining us. Oh, good afternoon to you and chat to Sapphire listeners. Thank you so much to you for the invitation. Cathy, when we spoke on the phone for the first time, I was struck by your absolute zest for life and passion for what you do. Please tell us the backstory to EduPoor. Certainly. Um, I became a volunteer at Amazon Toti SPCA, Walking Dogs, in about 2015. And I noticed there were always kids arriving from the township with their dogs looking for help from the SPCA, and also they would attend the monthly clinic days. Tracy Gerling, um, the SPCA manager and her team, meet the immediate health need of these kids, um, the kids' dogs. But they work under extreme pressure, and with the workload, they did not have time, much time left for education. So the one day I just offered um, to start a canine care educational program for them, for the township kids, and they were just happy for me to do this. I, I love the words of Nelson Mandela, Education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. And I think those words have really challenged me. And so, Ijipur was birthed in 2016, but in a very informal way. However, with a crowd of kids that were arriving, it was not too organized, and at times it was quite chaotic. But we continued, in spite of this, for the next three years, just doing our best to provide the much-needed education. So after three years of working with these kids and their animals, what happened next? Um, by this time, I had a small team of volunteers um, to assist me, and we chatted, and we all felt the way forward was to present a more structured program. And that structured program was launched in January 2019. So tell us what you did to formalize the program. Um, Tracy Gerling offered us a fenced and gated enclosure on the side of the SPCA property, and that's where we began to meet. Um, at first, we were just sitting on the grass and sitting on pallets, and then Warren Posselt from Designer Africa uh, very kindly offered to make us some benches and tables from the old pallets, which were all stored there. On And then another friend, Elmarie van der Linde, um, donated a gazebo, so at least we're protected from the sun. Um, rainy days still present a bit of a challenge. Um, then Justin Ferrier from Blue Sky Skips, he donated a container for us to store all our dog dishes, dog food, collars, leads, blankets. And then we began working on the eight-week program, structured program to introduce to the kids for the proper canine care. It's amazing how the community came together for you, hey? Definitely. (laughs) And um, how is this program structured? We decided to accept just 12 kids at a time so we could give them more individual attention, 12 kids along with their dogs. And they age from between 7, 8 years old up until 18 years old. And they attend a class each Saturday. Uh, We start about 9, finish around 11. And this formal program covers every aspect we can possibly think of, of every aspect of canine care. Um, Our first lesson, among other things, we cover the five freedoms of animal welfare. Um, The kids have various workbooks, all in in their language, in Zulu. 
we've developed one of our own. And then we also had um, assistance from Mandy and Kate from Cape Town, and they run a program called Hero in My Hood, and they developed a wonderful little uh, Issa Zulu booklet, which we use. Um, Adrian Olafia from Funden Engine Howick has been such a great help, and she sent us another wonderful resource, which they use at Funden Engine, and we're using that now. Over the period of eight weeks, we cover feeding, shelter, disease, vaccinations, sterilization, most importantly, puppy care, caring for aged dogs, dogs that are getting older that need special care. We do we cover dog training, bonding through play and touch. Um, we cover animal cruelty, dog fighting syndicates, and the actual work of SPCA, what they do, SPCA actually do for the community. Um, there's also a practical side. It's not just sitting in a classroom. We have a practical side where the dogs are dewormed, vaccinated, groomed, bathed, and we have a time of free play where the kids are given balls and tug-of-war um, toys, and they actually play with their dogs, and this encourages them to bond with their animals. We also have two lessons uh, where Irene from Good Dog Barkery, she comes and actually teaches the kids how to train their dogs. So we have two uh, Saturday mornings just of practical dog training. Uh, the dogs are fed each week, and the kids are also given food to take home. This food's kindly sponsored by Rennie Meredith of Feel Good Funding. The dogs are given collars, leads, dog blankets, shampoo, brushes, dog toys, all donated by members of the community. But we are most grateful to Rennie for, for the sponsoring the dog food. I also oversee and run everything make sure everything runs smoothly, along with a core team. I have a core team of volunteers, Janet Gersey and Joe Dowes. So they help me with a lot of the planning and with a lot of the structure. Then Precious Shezi, she is one of our SSU volunteers who teaches the majority of the program. But we also have ongoing training for our other younger SSU volunteers. So they are able to also assist with the teaching as they learn little parts. Then we give the younger ones parts that they can teach as well. Is there some kind of recognition for the children who actually complete the eight-week program? Um, first of all, we realised that the kids needed to learn commitment because in the past we'd some they would come one Saturday and then they wouldn't come for a few weeks. So there's a lot of stuff they missed out. So since we started the formal program, we now charge the kids a 20 rand registration fee. So they need to formally enrol. They fill in a, a registration form. Their parents have to sign this. And this way, we also have the details, so we can follow up with them. During the eight weeks, we also take photographs of them interacting with their dogs. Um, Yonita Kruger from Dream Photography took the photos this last time. And on graduation day, these photos are presented to them. They're given a framed photograph of them and their dog. They are awarded a certificate of achievement. They also receive a poster, which they can put up in their room containing the five freedoms of animal welfare, all in Isazulu. Um, they're given a pledge that they all have to stand together and raise their right hand and promise to take care of their dogs and be good ambassadors for Ejipo in their community. And this is a pledge that is laminated, which also they can stick on their wall. They also sent off with dog dishes, dog food, and Irene from Good Dog Barkery does these special little iced dog biscuits with the dog's names, so they're individually personalized. They also get given educational material to continue to learn and continue to refer to. And I think one of the best things that we have seen is how leaders have developed through this program. 
we already have 13 volunteers from our various classes who now basically do all the weekly tasks. They put water down for the dogs, they deworm, they dip, they groom, and they explain the, the instructions and the care instructions to the newer kids. So it's just wonderful to watch them all step into their place. They teach them how to provide shelter and bedding and how to train their dogs because they've been through the training classes. So then they also show that when we don't have our dog trainer there. And another wonderful aspect is two of our volunteers, Sibonello and Jabalani, who were previously unemployed, have now been snapped up by the SPCA and given employment. So we are so pleased for them for that. Unfortunately, they're not available any, every Saturday, but at least they now have employment and able to feed their families. The other thing, uh, Jackie Stain, she's a wonderful lady who has supported Ijipal from day one with various donations. So we've put together a special award called the Jackie Stain Star Pupil Award. And it's a special certificate and a gift that is given to the most outstanding pupil. And what we mean by outstanding, it's with regard to how we see them care for their dogs, how they love their dogs, and how they interact with their dogs. When we see there's a genuine bond, they presented with that certificate on graduation day. We also end every eight-week course with a graduation ceremony. And um, we have a party with eats and sweets and a graduation cake, and the kids absolutely love it. At the end of the year, we also have a Christmas party, but this is mainly just for our volunteers, just a way to say to them thank you, because these guys come every Saturday without any remuneration. We may just give them a bit of dog food, but this is a way just to really show our appreciation to our volunteers for the time and effort they put into the program. But of course, none of this is possible without the generous support of the public who donate to Edupal. By the end of 2019, we completed our first four formal programs, which we ran coincided, it coincided with the school term. Um, and then in 2020, in January, we started our fifth class, and that ended in March, and we had a graduation day for those kids on the 14th of March. And we were so excited to look forward to our sixth class, which, start, which was due to start on the 18th of April. And before that happened, lockdown happened. <laughs> Oh, shame, Kathy. And now, do you stay in touch um, with the kids? Yeah, um, you know, luckily, because of the registration forms, which we never had before when we had the informal program, with the registration forms now, I've got their names, addresses, telephone numbers. Look, they're not on smartphones, but we have SMS groups. So I've got the six SMS groups now, plus my group for my volunteers, and I keep regular contact with them. You know, when lockdown started, we just contacted them, asking if they're okay, if their family's okay, are the dogs all right? Um, they're very sad that the Saturday sessions are on hold um, because it's a lot of fun for them. They also get treats on a Saturday. You know, after the class, we actually give them cool drink and food and snacks every every Saturday morning after the class. Yeah, many arrive on registration day with like mangy, flea-ridden dogs in very poor condition. And I mean, we've had dogs that the kids arrive with wire tied around their neck and rope and chains, and it's so it's so heart heart wrenching to see. But after they've been through this program and they've learned that dogs are part of their family and they've been treated, they should be treated as such. It is just so rewarding to see. I'm, I'm slightly overwhelmed. I mean, the, the amount of work that you've put into this with your core team and just the, the scope of the whole EduPor is, I wonder how many people in our community actually know that. So 
Your passion is really contagious and we're very lucky to have you for the work that you put into animal welfare and especially the education aspect. I mean, I can imagine dog fighting and all sorts of animal suffering playing a part in why this education is important. Yes, you're quite right. Um, there's a lot to teach um, the kids about their dogs. Uh, um, there's a lot they don't know. The dogs in the townships are not always treated with love and respect where these people live, you know, um, and a lot of it has to do with their economic background. I do understand that. But also it's inherent as well. But they learn quickly, and it's so good to see them really bond with their dogs. It's good to see when you just see that light bulb come on, and all of a sudden you see giving, them giving their dogs a hug. It's just so rewarding. So I really love this work, and I love keeping up to date with new information because we want to keep improving the program. When I think how it started to how it is now, we want to continue to improve the program so it can benefit these children and, and ultimately their dogs. Kathy, just quickly as we say goodbye, won't you share how folk can get hold of you? You know, perhaps someone might want to donate towards your efforts with the food and the meds once we're free to carry on again. Oh, yes, please. Thank you for that. Um, I just need to add the biggest expense we have is ensuring every dog coming into the program is sterilized. That is a huge expense. If the dogs leave unsterilized, then the cycle of overbreeding and suffering continues. So we would first appreciate donations towards this cause. Um, if folk want to follow us on um, Facebook or Instagram, it's just Edupaw on Facebook, Instagram, and donations are made directly to Ramsamtoti SPCA. That would really help. Um, when donating to Ramsamtoti SPCA, the bank details can be um, found on our various posts or they can just... Uh, message me and I can give them the bank details. And if it is for Edupor, then just on their reference, if they place um, our name Edupor, then it all goes to the SBCA, but they put that in a separate fund for anything relating to Edupor. So we would really appreciate that. Thank you. Kathy, thank you once again. We wish you all the best and I hope that we can meet very soon. Oh, I'd love to meet you, Teeth, and thank you so much for inviting me and giving me this opportunity to share my heart. And thank you to the Chat Sapphire listeners for listening to this message. Thank you. God bless.